1: Hello and welcome to the Raptors Over Everything live call-in show presented by KFC. I'm your host, Wayne Lou, and joining me on this fine Friday afternoon is my fellow co-host, Josh Hart. Hello and welcome to the show. It's back. We're all doing the hello and welcome now. We got you. <laughs> um, KFC yeah. Buckets. KFC Buckets. Listen. Uh, so, listen, uh, a lot of uh, things have happened this week, but the one thing that does not happen: the Raptors losing. That's fact. Yeah. Five straight now. Yeah, it's And incredible. they're playing the Knicks tonight. And I don't want to jinx anything, but it's going to be six straight. That's a dub. Yeah.
2: First things first, you can call in whenever you are ready to speak to me and Will. 416-263-8297. 416-263-8298. Uh, we'll be taking calls shortly, but, um, you know, get in there early.
3: Yeah, there
1: you go.
2: Also, yeah. big uh, news for the Raptors. We have an all-star starter in our, amongst our ranks.
1: Hey, listen. Congratulations, Pascal Siakam. <laughs> Seriously, man. Well-deserved. I know there's been injuries. um, You know, there's been ups and downs. But when you look at the whole thing, Pascal's story is so, so inspiring. Like, you saw that post-game scrum yesterday, right, when he got announced as an all-star. Two days ago, post-game. That was two days ago? The Raptor
2: didn't play yesterday. Pascal was in the NBA store hanging out with Blake.
1: Okay, yeah, fair enough. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, so that scrum comes out and, like... You know, he talks about how in every one of these significant moments, he thinks about his dad, his late father, yeah. uh, whose dream was to have him, have, have one of his sons to play in the NBA and Pascal. Not only does he make the NBA, um, but now he's an all star. Like, it's just yeah. an incredible a ascension. champion. A champion? as well. A, a G mo- League champion? Yep, fact. Don't forget, he brought Mississauga that title. <laughs> Celebration Square was never the same.
2: Never the same. The Hershey Center.
1: <laughs> also, never the same. It's now a paramount.
2: Is it the Paramount Fine Foods Center? Yeah, it is. Shout out to Paramount Fine Foods.
1: Yeah, seriously. Great
2: establishment. Yeah. that was one right on the corner from here.
1: Actually, big shout out to Osmos for uh sponsoring uh Norm and Fred way early yeah. on. That's a very incredible Sh- roster. A
2: food bringing bringing Raptors fans together. Yeah. For for years. Uh yep, yeah, uh Pascal's averaging uh 24 8 and 4.
1: Yeah. If you round up, yeah,
2: you always round up. Mm-hmm. We're we're covering. It's not like it's not like somebody's you know uh, Jalen uh, Jalen Brown stand and trying to justify him being the All Star game. We round up.
1: I don't, I don't know about that reference. Is That NFL? No, no, no. Oh, oh, like, Jalen Brown. <laughs> sorry. I, I, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I think it's just story. His story is just super inspirational, right? It's like kind of perfectly the the immigrant dream.
2: Yeah, I mean, but what's wonderful about the Raptors and they've now had the longest. Current streak of all stars, mm-hmm. uh, all star starters, and each all three of these people—Pascal, uh, Demar Derozan, Kyle Lowry—have unconventional um, NBA trajectories, and their, yeah, their yeah, stories sure. are inspiring. I know that Demar was a high pick, but not that high. And no, nah, when he came he, in, he had
1: very limited skills.
2: Yeah, and he improved as a player and became mm-hmm. an all-star and one who very justifiably deserved to start in yeah uh, in the Eastern Conference for a number of years. Yeah, um, Kyle Lowry, you know, was.
1: Came out of nowhere, really. Exactly. I mean, he was—he already had a whole NBA career. Yeah, was uh, a guy who started at times, but kind of between the starting and, and, and benches, and he couldn't really get past like Goran Dragic, you know, in Houston. And then he gets traded to Toronto. It's supposed to be a one-year thing, and he just sort of completely turns the whole franchise around. Um, and he's you know again an NBA champion and everything like that. And Pascal the exact same way. And I think this is like the culture of the Raptors. Yeah, now. you come to Toronto, you can make the best of yourselves. Like like Pascal Siakam is now the first player who was a major. G League player who, who spent significant time with G in G League, League yeah. to become uh, an NBA All Star or just to be an just, just, yeah um, an All Star starter yeah and it's like this is it's just another example of if you come to Toronto you there's a development system in place yep there's an opportunity here there's a culture here. It's it's about hard work. It's about making the most of yourself. And Pascal is like the number one poster boy for that. So Absolutely. congratulations, Pascal. Man. Yeah, you Seriously. really deserved
2: it. And thank you to Masai for uh, keeping a steady train yeah. of All Star starters uh, here in Toronto because yeah. it, it makes the team you know, fun to cheer for, very mm-hmm. exciting, and keeps uh, keeps us picking up checks in uh, the well. <laughs> sports media.
1: <laughs> yeah, Masai, a, don't leave. Masai, never leave, man. Please, I. I <laughs> Last time there was that report of Masai leaving in 2017 I, I put 200 towards uh, Giants of Africa. I do remember
2: you doing that and yeah. I
1: I don't I don't regret of, it whatsoever. No, salute to Giants of Africa. Salute to Giants of
2: Africa, man. Um we have two Giants of Africa like Joel and Bead. That's amazing. Like it's yeah, two I can't really Canada. think of two guys from a country outside of the United States or Europe maybe that have both started in the Ulster game. It's unbelievable and yeah, it's it really is, such yeah. a testament to the work that's happening through programs like giant of african mm-hmm. the amazing talent that exists yeah. in places that we uh don't look at it's real inspiring stuff
1: yeah you know like uh like there's that picture that pascal shared where he met serge Ibaka at a camp like eight years ago and yeah. he's just like this gangly kid and serge Ibaka is this big deal he's like an nba player like a fringe you know all- all-star quality kind of guy played kid. for a team that went in the playoffs and stuff like that and now they're teammates
2: yeah that's and champions together. It's like it's amazing, amazing, amazing stuff. Now they're eating lamb brain together. <laughs> oh God! Um, and thinking back this week and seeing the Joel Embiid announced for an All starter and the Raptors uh, beating up on the Seventy Sixers, mm-hmm. we thought a little bit about um, that big lineup that the Raptors have rolled out, and I think in preparation to later uh, come on to ch- like they're going to meet the Seventy Sixers in the playoffs. Right now, yeah. the standings we'll dictate if The Sixers
1: got past the first round.
2: I don't think you can slander them that much. Who would their first round matchup be against? Uh Boston. Boston 76ers first round.
1: Woo, I'd love it.
2: That'd be real that would be tough. I don't even know who
1: to cheer for. I just hope seven games and all the games go into triple overtime. <laughs> and everyone's exhausted for the Raptors second round.
2: Yeah, that would be pretty that would be pretty ideal. I can't believe the seventy six the seventy sixers have fallen to that position. It's
1: like yeah.
2: you believe, you're not surprised?
1: I mean, the more you look at it, you're like, this team doesn't really matter. Like, this, this, this team just doesn't really fit on paper, right? Like, it's it's beyond clear. Yeah. Like, end of the game, they get into the Bryce Harris. Yeah. Like, Ben Simmons, like, his go-to move when you need a basket in crunch time yep. is coming off the screen, jumping, and passing. <laughs> That's his go-to move It's <laughs> jump passing. Well, this is we're not talking about Magic Johnson.
2: No, over here, it's true. Right? And looking ahead, we know we talked about the uh, two big lineup, and we yeah. actually invited uh, Anthony Doyle, contributor to Raptors Republic. Yeah, salute to Will's performance in the Raptors Republic okay. uh, Ball Tournament not again. Um, but he's joining the show uh, online to Anthony Doyle, welcome to Raptors Everything Live.
4: Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Hey, man, thanks for calling on.
2: So uh, we spoke a little bit about you wanting to explore this two big lineup and how it's been affected for the Raptors uh, in last year, and you know preparing for. Uh, what it looks like coming up. I know Will's uh, pulled up uh, BK refs because he's the real uh, talent here. But what are your thoughts on this uh, two big starting lineup that Nick Nurse has tried out a little a little bit so far I, this season?
4: I, I was skeptical at first of the idea of like going that big. Abaka's not as quick as people sometimes think he is anymore. Marc Gasol's obviously not the fastest guy. I, I thought they'd have some mobility issues at first. It was a lot of fun watching them play out there. And then you you look at the numbers they put up in the games they played. They were really good. And it created a lot of problems for teams. Like, you know, OG and Pascal really caused problems for teams' wings when you got them out there being able to match up with them. And I I just think it's this fun lineup. It forces other teams to adjust. And that's something that, like, it's good to be the team that's forcing the other team to adjust in any game.
1: Yeah. And that's that's very refreshing, too. Yeah. Uh, that, that did not happen a lot during the Dwayne KCR. <laughs> it was always yeah. the other way around. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, to your point, um, it, especially that two-center tandem, it, first off, it's, like, super rare in the NBA nowadays. Yes. Yeah. But if you look at it, uh, the, the two of them, according to Basel Reference, have played 71 minutes together, Gasol and Abaka. They are, in terms of just, like, per 100 points, um, plus 27.7 per 100 possessions. Now, whatever. It's a two-man lineup. It's It's hard to sort of – suss out that and, and carry it out towards the whole thing. But um, I, I think really when you just look at it stylistically, it, it doesn't re- you're not really sacrificing that much from a basketball perspective in terms of all. like you're not running like all your offense through the post. And, no, and no, you're not yeah. making players be in places they're uncomfortable. Like Mark's going to be at the top of the floor yep. or he's going to be in the corner. Serge can be on the baseline, um, you know, operating as just like as a center would. Mm-hmm. And everyone else like Pascal can play a three mm-hmm. position offensively, no problem. And OG, you know, as a two – fine he's just spacing the floor yeah not really getting in his yeah, way and you still out. have playmaking with Kyle you have playmaking with Pascal you have playmaking with Mark yeah um and then defensively they can all hold, hold their own they're all like again like this is also probably the five smartest defenders the Raptors have together if you really put it together yes. maybe Fred is, is kind of excluded but yeah he's excluded but the trade-off is you get an extra feet yeah, an extra, an
2: extra foot of defender yeah uh that's it, crazy that's a Strange way to think about it.
1: Yeah, and you have three shot blockers on the floor.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, okay. I think I think it's an amazing. Um, it's amazing that it's worked this well. Um, seeing it come out uh, in stretches against in that seventy sixer series, mm-hmm. you thought, okay, it makes sense in this instance where they have to go up against two bigs. And looking forward, Al Horford and Joel Embiid exist somewhere in the Eastern Conference playoffs. Um, but I think this lineup has utility. Against the Pacers, yeah. I think it could be used to really punish the Celtics.
1: Even against the Bucks, low key, I think yeah. they can use it a little bit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah,
2: no, it's it's really exciting. Um, I can't wait to I can't wait for the team to make the playoffs because mm. it's really just jockeying for position and eighty-two practices at this point. I think the Raptors have their seven-man rotation done. Yeah, Doyle, what's life like in Yellowknife?
4: It's uh it, it's not too bad right now. It's only like minus 15 outside. It's warmed up from <laughs> we had a week there where it was like minus 40, minus 50 oh and it God. was awful, but okay. now it's back to like normal winter weather, which is a lot nicer to have. But yeah, I mean
2: are you looking this- forward to the uh, <laughs> what is the Ice King's Palace or what's that uh, festival that happens at the end of the winter in Yallknife?
4: Yeah, down on Great Slave Lake, they do a uh, they build an ice palace down there. And uh, it's open for a couple weeks. They go down, they they do comedy shows and things like that down there. It's really, really cool. I don't think it's quite open yet because mm-hmm. it takes a while to get enough ice built up on yeah. Great Slave Lake.
2: But it, I've seen but, pictures. Uh, it's crazy. Do you visit after it starts to melt in the spring or is it like totally cordoned off? Um, I've seen pictures but, and it looks amazing when it starts to melt because it's, you know, really cool
4: yeah. Yeah, but ice on Great Slave Lake doesn't completely melt until like, even in the end of may you can drive down to the lake and there's a lot of ice out there so usually you can drive out onto the lake into early march amazing wow
2: i'm sure i'm trying to pull up a picture for will he yeah. can't really
4: imagine it. whoa that's incredible this is
2: inside an
1: ice castle okay it's like a rave a, <laughs> nice yeah it is like a that's rave that's kind of sick yeah it's like cool. some stuff you would feel in russia
2: it, well, i mean it's yellow knife it's cold enough Yeah, fair enough. Anyhow, Doyle, uh, thanks for calling into the show. Where can people find your uh, writing and your great tweets?
4: Um, My writing's always at Raptors Republic. Uh, I'm doing the quick reaction for tonight's game. Awesome. And I've got some stuff coming next week. Just put A Um, for everybody. My Twitter is... (laughs) Just
1: pre-write this one. It's a a win. It's a dub. (laughs) It's an A for Stanley
2: Johnson. That's that kind of (laughs) night. Oh,
4: man. Stanley might got 20 minutes.
2: Sorry, your Twitter. (laughs)
4: My, my Twitter is at AnthonySMDoyle. And thanks for having me on, guys. I really appreciate it. Of course. Right, thanks
2: for calling in, man. All right. Be good. Yeah. Excellent stuff.
4: Excellent stuff.
2: Anthony, go first, before we do get to the phones, and we will get to everybody's calls, we have the KFC Hotline. Yes. That KFC Hotline bling. So, um, as many of you know, and if you don't, you're about to, um, if you leave a message at Yahoo Sports Canada's Instagram uh, after any game or really any time, any time, man. Leave a comment, and if it's good, we'll play it on the show. So here's what we have from this week. First, we'll start with Ali, who's going to talk about our favorite uh, Toronto Raptor.
5: Yo, Norman Powell
2: is actually a stone-cold killer. (laughs) This man is averaging like 20 points a game off the bench, starting lineup, doesn't matter, injured, comes Uh back, playing like a pro. He's well-liked in the locker room. He doesn't complain. He literally just comes out.
5: Bangs, triples, mm. and doesn't complain. And everybody's talking about trying to trade this guy. Everybody's always worried, yeah, you know, we just, we could, we wish this we could always have good norm on a day to day basis. Bro, this guy's been good norm for like two months. Yeah. I just want all
2: the slander about this man to cut out and the trade talks to just go away because this man is playing like a G. Ali is absolutely Hi, correct. That's a fact. Right <laughs> That's there. a fact. Um, norm Powell is being put into these trade rumors because he's a tradable asset. He's, -hmm. Very young player, team control for a few more years, and he's
1: also people don't uh, trust fully buy the whole thing. But I mean, listen, uh, he's carrying the team right now, man. Yeah. What do you want him to do? He's been amazing. He's carrying the team on Monday afternoon. Yeah.
2: Norm Powell was out of control. So much fun to watch.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, No, it was really incredible. Uh, The next call on the KFC hotline.
1: Let's take another call, then we can. Okay. So we will.
2: All right. Will I? I. (laughs) I like your contributions, uh, okay. but first we have Nabil on line one. Nabil from Whitby, how's it going? Wad
4: one, one popcorn. <laughs> wow.
2: I'm glad we took this yo, call.
4: This guy, this guy, yo, shout out, shout out, to
1: you, Nabil, for holding for ten minutes. Yeah, and then so you, right you, you
2: got in early. How's it going?
1: Yo, I
6: have to, I have to throw down the Chet Hanks one time on Raptors. On the Raptors call it. Man. <laughs> oh, my god. oh
5: my god! Chet Hanks. Big up to the man. Show this man.
6: Yeah. Give this man a one-way ticket to Alwyn's Bakery in North York, man. So
2: <laughs> Alwyn's Bakery. Wow. I'm a sunrise wow. on Eglinton, but respect.
6: All right. Hey, uh, how are you guys doing? Good, man. Did how are you, how are you doing? I'm all right, man. I'm all right. You know, just enjoying this, this new Rastriq we got going. Everyone's finally healthy. You know, Raps. Mm-hmm. You know, it's finally exciting to watch Raskol again. It was fun watching the uh, guys step on. up and whatnot, but just having a. No, no, no. I mean, like, you know, the whole squad. You know? yeah, like, there, was this, yeah. there was a different kind of energy around us being fully healthy, and it was nice seeing the other guys step up. Absolutely. But, you know, it's just nice to see us healthy again. Um, yeah, my question, I guess, is uh, twofold. One, you know, our schedule's kind of light um, for the rest of the way. Even February, I was looking at it. You know, Indiana's going to face them a few times, but. I think for the rest of the way, you know, for the rest of January and February, it's pretty late. So, despite the fact that we're not going to really be battle-tested against any, like, heavy, heavy playoff opponents yeah. outside from a few games, is there anything uh, qualitatively you guys are looking at in terms of, you know, not necessarily a quality of opponent with beat, but more so anything you're trying to see to gauge how the team, you know, meshing together now that we're finally healthy, like... For example, you know, seeing Mark healthy again. Seeing him actually being aggressive, mm-hmm,
3: you know, yeah,
6: mm-hmm. scoring and everything. And, you know, Norm kind of maintained this. Are there anything you guys are looking to watch? I you know, the obvious thing is probably Pascal getting back to full form. Yeah, but, that's um, what I was going to say. Yeah, what about you guys? Is there anything you guys will be looking
5: for specifically over the next few months?
1: Yeah, I just want to see Pascal be at his best. Um, because I think right now everyone else is playing pretty damn well. Like yep. Kyle giving you A-level performances in A mm-hmm. every game. Fred has come back. I don't think he's missed a three since coming back. Yeah, it's back. been crazy. It's been nuts. It feels like that. It's like he had he another kid
2: in the a couple weeks off.
1: I was just going to say, yeah, what do you do with that off time? <laughs> um but you know, like uh Serge is, he he played well. He's I mean, he's had good moments. Yeah. I thought he was pretty good against the Sixers. Uh, Mark obviously is doing well. So I just want to see Pascal also reach his level that we know he can get to. Yeah. And um and just see sort of you know, again, like in crunch time, can Pascal deliver you those baskets when the defense gets really tough? Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah, ultimately, you know, these are still eighty-two practices, and especially a game like the Knicks. Like you, you I want to see Pascal like practice some stuff, like get that jumper back.
2: Yeah, I, the thing that I'm looking forward to is actually Nick Nurse managing the full roster uh, well, despite the schedule being pretty light. Um, it's not perfect in terms of travel and back-to-backs. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd hate to see this. I'd hate to see the team fall into playing, you know, Mark and Kyle 33 plus minutes for the rest of the yeah. way out, um, especially if there are a few tougher travel days and tougher back-to-backs. Mm-hmm. So to get guys like Chris Boucher and Rondé Jefferson going and contributing productively to the Yeah. Uh, to to the to the team's ability to perform tonight is really important to me because I think it's how you set this team up uh, for success. Yeah, the opponents aren't scaring you at, at night to night, but uh, it is still an you know eighty two game grind. Like it's yeah, yeah, yeah. The, Ra- there are, the Raptors can't just say all right, we have everybody back, fast forward, and it's April tenth, and the playoffs are starting, and they have to figure it out. Yeah, so that's what I'm. Yeah, I'm glad to. you
6: touched on that. I think it'd be nice to get you know Rondé Boucher, T D, especially that trio, yeah, get T D uh, more reps together, you know, against these lesser opponents that we're facing, just yeah. to keep them fresh. You know, like yeah, yeah they've lost yeah. quite a few minutes and shown that you know. They can be entrusted with you know uh, legit minutes in a game, but uh, I think also keeping them fresh. You know, I feel like Chris Boucher, especially, has been riding the bench a little too much, and his minutes have been seriously down since we've gotten everyone back. So I definitely like to see that happen. Yeah. Um, the, the second question, we don't have to spend too much time on it. I don't know if anyone's asked about this, but like it's been hammered to death in the you know online by the media the last few days. The whole Clippers article that the Athletic dropped. Yeah. Um, everyone's kind. I think. I've seen, you know, arguments for both sides. I think some of the media members are kind of downplaying it a bit. I'm not so sure they should be downplaying it. I think people bring up the one of the anecdotes in that article with the Atlanta game where, you know, JV, his first game back, ended up getting yep. traded. Yep.
1: That was awkward.
6: Um, it was awkward. My thing is that, like, see, like, the makeup of our team in that instance, like, you know, Mark, Kyle, like, those guys have been to the playoffs and had deep runs and have suffered heartbreak, you know? Like, just yeah. not being good enough, yeah, running yeah. into whatever super teams. And they kind of, like, everyone, I feel like the makeup of that team is just those two guys kind of with this like, we don't, you know, uh, give a fuck. Like, we are willing to sacrifice yeah. for the greater good of the team and yeah. championship. I don't buy that anyone outside of Kawhi and even Paul George, to that extent, on that team has battle-tested like that Agreed. and has experienced that much, you know, hardship
2: throughout the playoffs
1: and that many battles. Oh, man. there Pat Patterson's rubbing. on
2: that team. <laughs> Pat Patterson. Oh. <laughs> Pat Patterson for three. We need this.
4: Oh! <laughs>
1: Can't wait for uh, whoever the Clipper announcer is because Ralph Lawler's retired.
2: Yeah, I, uh, I, I totally agree with you. I think that I watched the behind-the-scenes for the Sports Illustrated shoot that Trez, Lou Williams, and Pat Bev did, mm-hmm. and those guys aren't, they're not serious. Yeah. They just seemed like they were having too good a time and, I don't know. Like, it didn't, I mean, it didn't inspire me. Like, there were things about the Raptors team, like, up and down the roster, starting with Kyle and Kawhi. They were just locked in. They were on a string. They were taking it seriously. And I don't know. I think that—I don't even think Paul George is that serious. Like, I don't—I think— no, i
1: Paul George is not a serious, man. But you know what? Honestly, chemistry matters, but it's also like—I mean, come on, man. You're going to have Kawhi in the playoffs. Like, we know how yeah, good that guy fact. is. That's fact. And you just yeah. you stacked it up against almost any single other team in the Western Conference and in the East as well they probably have the best guy on the floor. Yeah. And it's not as simple as that, but that is the most crucial ingredient. And, and I think the... I yeah. Oh, no, 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 go on. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead.
6: Uh, I was just going to say, I, I think also, you know, even though we had younger guys like Norm and, and, and Fred, yeah. like I, I think guys like that, even despite how young uh, they are, both like an and in their NBA careers, mm-hmm. they've had quite a few playoff reps and like playoff experience over the years. So even though Norm shops in 2015, if I remember correctly, and I think Fred came on in 2016. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Telling yeah, that. like think about Harold. So Harold was drafted in 2015, and I don't, I don't really know how many playoff games that guy's been in. I don't know how many deep playoff runs he's been on, but I, I don't believe it's a lot or like even any at all. Mm. Yeah. So I, I guess in that sense, you know, I don't, know, I don't know if the comparison is exactly apples to apples when people just kind of write off this article and say, oh yeah, you know, like the Raptors also, you know, had a point with Kawhi. Where like, what the hell? Like, you know, when are you going to start consistently playing games? I think the make- mental makeup and the leadership at the tops is completely different than what they
3: have.
1: Yeah, well, I, I think so too. The Raptors have a. I think the culture is a little different. I think the Clippers think they have the same culture, but I, I don't think it's, uh, it's the it's exact same way. They don't have a central guy like Kyle Lowry who's like at Car- his, carrying the culture. Yeah, like Lou Williams, and you know, and he runs a nice pick and roll with Montrose Harrell. Like yeah. it's, it's it's true, but like that, that that's not season. culture. That's not an organizational culture. No,
3: that
6: no. that like this was built and tried and tested over years with us. Where I was like with them, like they had one season last year where they. Overperformed expectations I think they have Like the point differential Of like one or something And yet they yeah. won I have, Like a 41 team Yet they yeah. won 48 So they like severely Outperformed expectations So I yeah. think that That needs yeah. to be factored in too But yeah
2: um, No thanks for calling man it's, well, it's, a good, it's a good topic you, And it's one that uh, Yeah lots of people Have been thinking about So have a great weekend Nabil
3: You too uh, Yeah be good All right,
2: guys. Yeah a good question I hope that the Clippers
1: Figure it out Because the Lakers Look f- for real
3: yeah, the, the Lakers are for real. It
1: feels like every game the Lakers are beating a ta- a trash team though. But there aren't like, a, every game, yeah, man. That's true. Have like, they? The, yeah. Like they're like, oh man, they just beat up the Brooklyn Nets. It's yeah, but like, then you look right. at it, they did
2: like they played a great game against the Mavs. They played Yeah, they did.
1: They play the as well because the the Mavs have like uh, the Mavs they have, have like that. the junior Lakers. <laughs> yeah, they have uh, the Mavs are. I don't know, man. luka has been really good, but uh, yeah, I don't know. The, I don't really take the Mavs that seriously to be honest. Porzingis is just really not himself. No, he's not. He's, he's, right. he's not been that great. All right, there.
2: Lou, I'll defer to you. Do you want to hit up the uh, the, the live calls or hit up the hotline?
1: Let's uh, let's take one more hotline. Let's no, let's take one more call and then do one. Then do one more hotline.
2: All right, great. We have Avery from Calgary online. To Avery, welcome to the show.
1: Hi, how's it going? How's it going, good man? Good. How are you?
2: Good. I'm doing good. It's Excellent. Nice. Can't really complain.
6: Rappers are winning. Yeah, that's it's Nice true. to watch. Yeah. Helps me sleep. But uh, anyways, my question was. Uh, people keep talking about uh, moving some of our expiring vets yeah. at the trade deadline, and it's kind of, um, I feel like it, we wouldn't really get anything back, but I was thinking more along the lines of maybe trading two or three of these bench guys
3: mm. in order
6: to acquire maybe a off-the-bench creator because we're having Fred and Fred come up in the starting lineup, so we don't really have much to create on the bench. Okay. So does we do want to sacrifice the depth for that because – as we saw, the injuries kind of hurt us. Who, which,
1: def, if, yeah, which depth, depth pieces, pieces are you talking about?
6: I'm thinking Rondé because Rondé doesn't even really get any minutes when all of our starters are there. I'm okay. thinking, obviously, like Stanley Johnson and I would hate to see him go, but like Chris Boucher, okay. I really like okay. watching him play, but...
2: I think Chris Boucher is off the table. We need a backup big for the future. Like, That's you can't true. have zero bigs after this year, after Mark.
6: man. What
1: about Doan? Yeah,
6: I was going to say, isn't he center?
1: <laughs> sure. Nah, <laughs> I mean... He's, he's, he's like an Amir Johnson kind of body. Like, he's... A little smaller. So, more powerful. Uh,
2: Chris Boucher, I, I think, is like – not that he it's, – it's funny to think, like an untouchable asset, but –
1: not untouchable.
2: You, like I don't really want to give him away for a piece that's just around for this year. Um, right. But, but Stanley Johnson and Ronda health Health-Jefferson, can you put, put those two together for some
1: – I mean, what do you – I mean, you're not getting a lot back for that, though. Yeah. I no, but maybe really something that would fit into our system a little bit better. Uh, Rondé
2: kind of does fit into the system. Like, the Raptors always had, like, yeah. you're the energy, Big. Go, like, be Amir Johnson.
1: Yeah. Right? That's Chris Boucher, kind of. Yeah, but Boucher's not even playing much. I'm a little surprised, actually. I think Boucher might be more productive at four than Rondé is. Yeah, me too. Personally. He's a, gr- he's a great uh, he perimeter defender of... for, this, for his position. Yeah, and, and Rondé's, I would still say Rondé's a better man-to-man defender, for yeah, sure, than yeah, Boucher. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's kind of curious. Boucher seems Boucher to know the team concept really, really well. Yeah, and he also, like, can hit a three-pointer. That's very true. Every time Ronda shoots the ball, it looks like his elbows, his his his, uh, his shoulder shooting his arm at the, <laughs> the rim. It looks looks a little painful. But, I mean, yeah, in terms of, like, I mean, I just don't think you're going to get that big of a return for it, yeah. but I don't mind. Like, I think that's probably what they'll try to do is um, I don't think they'll touch the top seven that much. You have to get a really good piece to get back yeah. if you're going to move any of the top seven. And then beyond mm-hmm. that, it's like, you could probably move any combination of those guys to try to upgrade. Yeah. And if you can get someone that can... Turn the top seven into the top eight. That'd be great. You just need to, but, like
2: I don't know the mark. I don't. I like. I don't really see the market. For Rondé and Stanley
1: are, n- are not really. They're not, not, not Yeah. Yeah. They're, they make so little money, and also I, if people wanted them, they would have signed them. Yeah, they're, that's true. They're signed for such little amount of money, so you're probably throwing in a pick. And at that point, it's like, yeah. Like, are you? Are you? Like, I don't want
2: to give up any draft assets forever again, or not right now. I I want yeah, the. Yeah, I mean, <laughs>
1: you know, last time the Raptors gave up a first, it turned into Kawhi, so. All right, but even the had only won first. Yeah, that's true. That's pretty amazing.
2: Anywho, thanks Avery for the call. Yeah, man. Enjoy, no problem. Have a great weekend. Enjoy Calgary. Enjoy yeah, Calgary. Too, Go yeah. to Tom's House of Pizza. Pardon me. Go to Tom's House of Pizza. I have never
6: heard of that.
2: It's a pizza place in Calgary.
1: All right, all right, yeah. You, yeah you're, <laughs> okay, you've I'll, been in Calgary. I'll look it up. All right, peace. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, Josh is. Uh, in
2: Calgary, I'm the, you know, man's been uh, into Banff <laughs> National Park, Bridget.
1: Okay, wow. <laughs>
2: All right, next oh. we have Abby uh, on the KFC Hotline. Abby, welcome to the show.
4: I've been really impressed with both Mark and Norm, just because they've been playing so well since coming back from injury, playing as if they haven't missed eleven or twelve games, and in my opinion, playing better than how they were prior to their injuries. I've also been very impressed with OG. Defensively, he's been very active. And overall, I'm just really excited to see what this team can do.
2: Yeah.
1: Great analysis. Great um, analysis. First off, I thought that was Iman. It did really, it really sound, sound like Iman. Iman, like Iman,
2: you yeah. don't have to use your burner. Um, Norm's playing as well as he was before mm-hmm. he left, mm-hmm. but Mark looks like night and day. It's oh, I've, yeah, yeah. I've seen it tweeted that like, Marcus Hall's improvement uh, proves that sometimes all you need in life is a an nap, and it's amazing. Okay. He just looks like he was able to sit down for the first time in a year. Yeah, and it benefited him tremendously.
1: Yeah, no, he's light on his feet. That turnaround jumper is, is like legitimately gorgeous to watch. Before, I hated it because yeah. he missed every single time. Yeah, yeah. But now that he's making them, it looks aesthetically speaking, it looks beautiful.
2: Well, the other day he was doing like he ran along the baseline for a reverse jam, and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, Mark? Yeah, Mark? Is that you? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so. Is this you? No, I was really, really. I have
1: never so. ever. I have never ever. I love that clip so much. Man. <laughs> Excellent. John Wall is so so good when he's not playing basketball. <laughs>
2: <laughs> i like john wall's game i like that he's like a, a bit of a like an asshole on the court mm. he's really great he like yells hey, at the refs him it's counting
1: great. other players money though is weird man yeah it's it's Come uh, on. you
2: don't need to do that yeah it's it's, it's pretty Especially bad.
1: since no one should be counting john wall's money other <laughs> than john wall right now. john wall's account must be thrilled yeah it's it's unbelievable all
2: right we mm-hmm. have john from toronto on line one. john welcome to the show
6: yo hey guys
3: how's yo. it
2: going? hey
6: uh, yeah, I'd like to see uh, talk about like yesterday they uh, announced the uh, All Star starters for the yep. Eastern West, and I guess kind of the more glaring thing is about Trey Young. Uh, uh, I okay. feel like he shouldn't be there based on his individual performance. He's great, but his team performance is kind of shitty.
1: He, wait, he shouldn't uh, be on the All Star team, or he shouldn't be uh, a starter. Shouldn't start.
3: Okay. Shouldn't. All right. I, I,
6: it's just like, do you, what do you see next week for the reserves? Should the Raptors deserve two starters, or should the Bucks deserve two, or the Heat deserve two? There's a lot of people are saying Butler and Bam out of M&Bio or
3: yeah. x something like
1: that. Um, I think, yeah, Bam should be there. Bam should be there. I think, honestly, I mean, as much as I like to slander Chris Middleton, regular season-wise, Chris Middleton should be there. I don't think so. Bam should be there. I think it's Bam. I think Bam is the... I mean, they, they could both be on. They've got seven more spots.
2: No, he's talking about starters. Oh, starters. Who should have yeah. replaced Trey starter Young as a starter? Oh. Reserves, we can, yeah, yeah we can work yeah. through it. I
1: mean, it. I don't I don't hate the Trey as a starter, guy. This he's a star. I really like watching Trey Young he's play. Like, he, he definitely won the fan vote, which is, I think, like 50% yeah. of the vote. And then the other 25 becomes from coaches. So even yeah. if all the coaches were like, this guy's a losing player, we're not voting for him. I think the players probably were like, yo, Trey's sick. So, yeah. like, the players and, voted for him and the fans voted for him. So you're probably going to be a starter at that point.
2: Yeah, yeah. It, it's weird that, Ky- like, I it's... Very amazing it's very amazing that Kyrie Irving wasn't able to start in this like his talent, his place in the league, mm-hmm. it should have meant a start. And it's like mo- that's the interesting thing. Like, what? Like why is Kyrie Irving so hateable? I know he missed some time. <laughs> yeah. That he didn't that he's not starting in this Elster game. Because Trey Young shouldn't like it should be it should be a guy like Kyrie. Like Kyle Lowry, I we all I mean, yes. Uh, I'd my, be
1: more upset if if Kyle if Kyrie was in the starting lineup. Then, over then. Kyle? No, over, over a tray. tray.
2: Really?
3: Yeah. yeah. But Kyrie's, Kyrie's
1: played like four games. I know. He, I, that's, all he's done he, is just m- He's missed
2: a lot of time, but he's like very successful, like sneaker salesman, yeah. very flashy player, champion, mm-hmm. I, like Uncle Drew, like that stuff matters. And, like, <laughs> Uncle
1: Drew. It's well, it's that's, like, the that's, a, a, that's a It's, it's <laughs> an
2: indictment on his personality being so toxic at the moment that yeah. he wasn't a All-Star. No, that's fair. He that's should fair. be a starter. He's,
1: he's amazing to watch. He's
2: one of the four biggest stars in the conference. And the fact that he isn't a starter is like, no, like you gotta
1: yeah, rehab shape up, your man. image. Shape up. Just, just stop <laughs> going Instagram for like ten minutes, man. Take a tolerance <laughs> break.
2: Yeah, you stop trying to quote the art of war in your post game scrums. That's where he needs to change it. Yeah, but um, yeah. Trey Young, congratulations. He's young, and also I'm glad that he made it because the like Luka Doncic Trey Young like oh, gap yeah, 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 yeah. would have just continued oh. to grow. Yeah. and I feel bad. Like it's.
1: Trey's, Trey's a great good, player, though, man. He's a, Trey's really good. He, he, he makes, we, we saw what Trey did to the Raptors. Yeah, man. he's what, good. Forty-two and fifteen assists, I think like, bro. And that's against a really good defensive club. They
2: need a good coach. They need better talent, and I think he can be a winning player. I would love to see him continue his success and, like, really, you know, yeah. it'd be awesome. Yeah. Anywho,
1: I'm not that mad at it. Ultimately,
2: John, thanks for the call. Yeah. Have an excellent yeah, weekend.
1: Uh, oh. Yeah, and so will uh, go ahead, natural. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, I also hope new I get. Yeah, happy new year to you too, man. All right.
6: <laughs> yeah, thanks.
1: All right, good I appreciate it. Um, Do you have Lunar person, New Year plans? Yeah, I mean, just gonna see my parents, make some food. See George, probably mahjong. Yeah. Mahjong? Are you good mahjong? Uh, no, All right. I'm. I'm average. <laughs> I would say I really only play my family, right. uh, An extended family. So. It's hard to say but I don't know man it's it's hard to be like amazing at mahjong That's is my it, personal opinion
2: like is it one of those games that you have to be like 77 years old to be good at or there's just a lot of it's there's a lot just of a lot of luck in it oh, i don't yeah. know how to play mahjong yeah it seems like i played like it's like dominoes but it isn't at all
1: no nah, it's not like Domino's. but
2: you know like you look at it and you're like this is dominoes and then it's like now you got it like learn yeah. so much about this game. I'm like
1: oh, Yeah, no, it's annoying. Uh, no, I mean, the worst part is that uh, majong got bastardized as uh, American Majong. That mm. one is bad, man. When you just gotta match two tiles, that's, that's not how that game goes. That's just not how that game goes.
2: I had no idea. Um, do you want to hit up the hotline?
1: Uh, let's do it. Alright, we
2: have Reed. Uh, welcome to the show. Hey, Will. How's it going?
4: Big mm-hmm. fan Josh here. here
2: um, I really just wanted to ask if you had any cool kind of uh kind of stories about interactions with players or team staff something that could kind of give people a little more insight to what it's like to cover the team
4: as close as you do keep putting out this killer content all right cheers
1: all right wow thank you um well one story i like to tell a lot it doesn't have to do with the raptors but uh the first time i ever did any (laughs) sort of like serious basketball reporting outside of like covering the mcmaster women's uh, basketball team uh shout out coach burns man great great team anyway um But, yeah, so I was invited by a buddy of mine who was interning at Canada basketball to come to one of their practices in the summertime. It was like a tryout for, I forget, like the Pan Am games or something like that. And so I was real nervous. I, like, super overdressed. I wore this, like, you know. uh, We used to wear blazers all the time. It was was disgusting, man. (laughs) It was disgusting. Everyone was there just in a T-shirt being like, what are you doing, man? But anyway, whatever. So I, I came. I didn't really ask any questions. Just sort of, like, observing, seeing what it's like. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? I should probably do something while I'm here. So I was uh, in the elevator at Scotiabank before they used to, like, have the practice. I mean, I guess they stopped the practice still in the third floor, but they were doing their stuff there. Yeah. So they're going from the third floor down to the main level, and it, it was just me and Andrew Nicholson. <laughs> Shout out, Andrew Nicholson. Shout out. Uh, Mississauga legend, le- Legend, I guess. Um, and I was in there, and I was like, you know what, man? I'm going to go for it. So I was like, hey, Andrew, like, I'm, you know, I'm, this is, I'm nervous. This is my first time as a reporter. Uh, i like to ask you a couple questions he's like he, he's such a nice guy he's like yeah of course man I, I got you and i was like all right great so then i the first question i asked him was uh so the orlando magic just signed channing fry for a four-year deal to be a sp- stretch five are you worried your minutes are gonna come down oh, and then he was like this interview is over <laughs> so i really got shut down by andrew nicholson and you was, should
2: have that's a crazy wild
1: that's disrespectful question <laughs> very disrespectful i could have been, i could ask him like hey what does it mean to put canada on your on your on your, on your jersey <laughs> or something like that um but, no, I mean, I don't know, man. The, the, otherwise, it's just – it's kind of normal. I think over time it's sort of just uh, – just it's weird because, like, I'm definitely a fan of the team and, like, yeah. I definitely admire these guys and things like that. But when you see them around all the time, like, it's just kind of whatever. You yeah. Know? Like, very few times you're, like, starstruck at all anymore, which is – weird. honestly, the only time during the NBA Finals last year was when it was starstruck. Like, I mean, um, like, Drake would walk through in the halls and I'm like, Nah, eh, whatever, it Drake, whatever. Oh, Gucci Mane's there. It's like, eh, whatever. But when Stephen A. Smith was there, I was like, yo, <laughs> when I was sitting down and eating a burger besides Stephen A. Smith, Stephen A. Smith's just watching Mission Impossible on his iPad. As he should. Uh, legend, man. My a, favorite. A real my the, favorite. The forehead of is that big in of real life. You,
2: my favorite sort of you covering the team, and it's only because I watched it live and knew mm-hmm. immediately next time we talked, you'd be like, can't believe that happened. Was uh, at Media Day 2018 19 season last year. Yeah. Um, you know, with Danny, Masai, Kawhi, they're all sitting up there. I'm a fun guy. Yeah, I'm a fun guy. Will gets his first opportunity to ask a question at this very significant event that happens every year. And I think it's sort sort of like, not was a coronation for you, but it's another level up in like, Sure, covering the team. Yeah, so Will, you know, gets it's, it's
1: when you turn from an internet person to a real life person. So
2: Will gets a question. Uh, I think it's posted to Nick Nurse, and he wants to ask the team. So Nick Nurse, like you, um, last yes. year shot way more threes than ever before. Is that trend going to continue? Will you end up in the mid forties? That's a decent question. It's a little weird to ask on Media Day, but Will's voice cracks like it's great like pubescent. Hey like, Nick! Hey Nick! Oh, can, oh, the Raptors going to shoot fourteen? 40- <laughs> it's Like hello, very- welcome. <laughs> It was very, very excellent stuff, and, like,
1: immediately, really? I texted Will, like, yo, what happened? He's like, I can't believe it. I know. Nick's like, "I'm, you know, I, I just got to, like, make sure Kawhi plays for the team first, and uh, we'll figure it out from there yeah, whether Kawhi we shoot 43s, dog. Why are you asking me <laughs> this right now in September?
2: Anywho, uh, it's fun to see Will cover the team, and uh, we have yeah. calls to get to. Yeah, yeah. um, One or two.
1: Let's go to two. He
2: was right. first. We First, we have Cassidy from Scarborough Online, too. Cassidy, how's it going?
4: Wagwan! <laughs> Yo. <laughs> love you guys' show. Thank you, thank you. Getting a, get a, get a, get a trend going here. All right, so first off, love your guys' Stanley suggestion. I'm yeah. new to the city, so I've been using this as, like, a oh, nice. spot to go check out all
2: Amazing. my dates,
3: So, by uh, all means. A lot,
2: a lot so of Rexdale in the West End. Yeah, we'll, yeah. Find, we'll,
1: we'll, we'll eventually tend you to Evergreen Brookworks, but... yeah. Oh, wow. In the summertime, though. In the Just summertime. Wait. Right now, it's
3: a little cold. <laughs>
4: all right i got a I got a rapper's question and I got a general question
1: for okay
3: all right.
4: Raptors question are you guys shocked at all that like Lowry and Ben Fleet didn't get any love for the uh for the uh, all star voting like from yeah. the media Have or they? the oh. uh, players
1: no, not as much I feel like players respect like uh skill and talent level H- and hard work hustle stats really? I mean yeah I know I, I I'm not saying those guys are unskilled I'm just saying for like an all star level yeah <laughs> those guys don't immediately pop to mind as much as someone like Kemba Walker
2: because I think the thing with lots of players is when they see somebody do something they can't mm-hmm. they're like whoa like what's going yeah, on yeah, like there's that great um Jason is it Jason Terry who sees Giannis he's like how old are you he's I'm 19 he's like oh god damn it
3: yeah
1: <laughs> like stuff like that I think is what that's like when Alex sees me at the office
2: <laughs> I think that's what stands out to um, other NBA players um, guys don't like to think yeah just Fred Van Lee outworks
1: me um, mm-hmm. it's yeah, yeah. Like... it's not as sexy it <laughs> yeah. really is not as sexy it yeah is isn't but it's it's not surprising too, because you know Larry and Van routinely routinely get these guys to work. So. Exactly. I would be t- I would be pissed too if two guys six foot tall were just just <laughs> cooking me, cooking me. Tobias Harris. Yeah
2: two, six, yeah, two short kings on the with the Larry Ob. It's gotta it's gotta hurt. That sucks, man. Boys, <laughs> uh, your the question. Well, uh shit!
4: What was it? That's okay. It's a general I one. Kind of forget boys. All-star uh, voting. Sorry there. Assets. <laughs> uh, actually, you know what? Random question. Yeah. Okay. Uh, like I said, I'm new to the city and everything. Yeah, welcome to Toronto. People actually out here, do people out here actually hoop in the summertime
2: and shit. Yeah, there's yeah. some there's good runs. A lot of them are private, but um, Christy Pitt has a good run that happens. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, every awesome. all, like, every day of the week. It's it's a it's a pretty good run. You all have right, to come right. downtown, and then there are courts. In,
4: actually,
2: there are courts in the I end. Actually,
3: remembered my question. Oh yeah, what's okay. up? Lou. Yeah.
4: Uh, Will, William, rather sorry. Yeah, no, sorry. I. Uh, your last video you posted you seemed a little distracted there was your girlfriend uh, doing a little dance for you there oh my god what
2: what <laughs> what, what video what like the reaction everyone will know
4: back Yo, you the reaction the show the over everything and I swear to god Luke could not keep his eyes away.
2: It, it was probably so. the cats Which we'll man? have two very lovely cats that he lives with wow
1: I, I thought I thought Frankie? the one that I did at the arena. Oh, people complaining! I saw some people complaining on the lighting on the arena. I was like, I can't. It's, that's not Yahoo's fault. That's that's I just there's no quiet space that, to do it at the nah, arena. Pers- so it looks pers- like pers- I'm a hostage. It was probably
2: Alex doing my dance for being keeping it a hundred. Nah,
1: there's no one else out there, so it's <laughs> up to him, and it's just me, and then with well, this one other old guy who I've never talked to or met, but he's always up there like two hours after the game. What if
2: we find out the Doug Smith and then I have to slander you on this? That's show? not
1: Doug. It's <laughs> not Doug. But all right, man. Thanks right. for the call. All right, guys. Yeah, it. Welcome to, to the city. All right, be good.
2: Yeah, thanks, guys. All right. All right. We have a friend of the show. A classic. On line one. Vitaly from Moscow. Welcome back to the program. What you do, baby? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. You always deliver, Vitaly. Oh, yo, that's
1: amazing.
5: <laughs> you know, it's it's been a month. Been been busy, yeah. been crazy. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I had that one ready. Had that one ready. Okay. Uh, I, I haven't heard the show till now. It's so okay. sorry if something is redundant. No, it's okay. Uh, man, so many Miami Heat fans talking shit about. <laughs> oh, first of all, I want to say this first. Yeah, I think Jimmy Butler. You should vote him as guard. And yes, if you make agreed. the in, it's crazy
2: to make him a starter.
5: That's that's fair because you know Trey Young. I don't care if he averages forty and fifteen.
3: Yeah,
5: he's on the worst team in the East, and he's one of the worst defenders in NBA history.
3: Yeah, you enough. can't
5: put him as authors, maybe as reserve. But if you keep him in forward, people saying he should be over I, I actually think he's not even the best player on his own team, maybe on mm-hmm. the bio. Yeah.
3: Yeah, and, uh, good. And, and,
5: and people not mentioning this. Jimmy Butler shooting this year 26% from three. Yeah,
3: yep. And
5: and he has higher free throw rate than James Carden. You watch the game, yep. he's crying, he's swelling. <laughs> he basically, basically, if you won't give him this free throw, he'll be giving you 15 points, and down the stretch, he's been crap. Mm. So, mm. You, you you guys probably already talked about this, but I uh, I wanted to get that uh, off, no, off my that, chat. No, that's amazing. I man. like to
2: take Jimmy Butler as a fraud. It's good. What the the first crazy take we had of the Giannis is a fraud. We exposed him. Yeah, last that was year. crazy, man. Um, but yeah, the of Bio is like a special, special talent. They yeah. said
5: Giannis is fraud.
2: Yeah, somebody called in like early in the show and said the fact that the Raptors exposed Giannis means he's a fraud. <laughs> I'm,
1: i mean, I'm just saying, man. He hasn't beat Norman Powell in his career, that's and true. that's
5: <laughs> well. It's oh, here's what happened in the finals. I think this is the simplest way you can put it. He missed 25 free throws in the conference <laughs> final. I remember them. Yeah, that's 30, a lot. 30, 35 for 60. That's a hey, bunch of three point games easily. He, he hits a couple more, game over.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, he went 0 for 2, or, or he went 1 for 3 down the stretch of game 6. It was pretty bad.
1: Oh, man, the Raptors, the Raptors crowd. Big shout out to Raptors. Crowd. Yeah, that was oh, an
2: it, unbelievable it, crowd. Okay, unbelievable
5: but, crowd. Uh, phenomenal training staff in Toronto. They will teach
2: them. They will teach you how to shoot free throws. <laughs> and, um, uh, but,
5: okay, I, I remembered my question. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. did you? Okay, so, um, this is maybe like not really talked about, but uh, Marcus Sol will be 35 in a few days from now, and mm-hmm. people kind of look at the season like, hey, let's go for it, let's try to win conference. I look at it as, hey, this this might be the last year Marcus Gasol could probably compete for a title. Who knows what will happen next offseason. Mm-hmm. He lo- he's only getting older. Yeah. So, I think right now, our healthy, like, eight-man rotation, it is phenomenal. Yeah. Yep. So I kind of want to ask you about matching up with Milwaukee. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he's been playing well this year, but as we saw last year, I think Eric Bledsoe, League fraud. Oh, and, definitely. Definitely. And I think Budenholzer just like, oh, I can't play Janus more than 37.5 minutes. <laughs> we, we did the analytics. If she plays 38 minutes, bro, it's, it's game. Anyway, so what, what do you guys think? I, I, th- I think we take care of Milwaukee. What, what do you guys think? Yeah, I'm not that
1: afraid of Milwaukee. I get that. They're 38, 39, and 6. I forget what the record is. Like, obviously, they were have an amazing record. Yeah. They might get to 70 wins. It doesn't matter. Fundamentally, when I look at the talent, they have real limitations on the team. Yep. It's like a, a, a baseball pitcher that can throw 100 miles per hour, but doesn't have a great off speed pitch. And if you can catch up to that, that fastball, which is guarding Giannis, which is a big deal, yeah. uh, you know, but if you can catch up to Giannis and build a wall and have a home crowd that makes him miss 80% of his free throws, <laughs> um, then, yeah, like they're a team that's still vulnerable to me. Yeah. They're not invincible. Absolutely. I think Milwaukee's a better team in terms of just like you look at the town, you look at all the execution, like the pieces on their team, they have a they have a better number one guy, yep. Giannis, N- undoubtedly. Yep. Undoubtedly. And, and I think they probably beat the Raptors. You know, it's just up. if you played the series like a hundred times, but also I think the Raptors have really specific defensive abilities yep. that are pretty well equipped to guard Giannis. Yep. I think OG's a guy you can throw at Giannis. Yep. I think Serge has already proven to be a guy who you can throw at Giannis. So you're that right there. You have 48 minutes. Although you, you know, as Vitaly said, you really only need 37. <laughs> um, and then the rest of the guys, like the Raptors can shut them down. Like They move the ball well. They, they run pick and roll, stuff like that. It's cute. Regular season, a lot of teams aren't prepared to go yeah. against an offic- efficient offensive club that know what they're doing. Yeah. The Raptors are a really good defensive club. There's Absolutely. nothing that the Bucks do outside of what Giannis does that, that the, can that the Raptors can't solve. So Absolutely. as long as you can get to that Giannis defense, which is difficult, Raptors have a good chance. Yeah. And I think we can score on them, too. I think we can score on the Bucs.
5: I think we learned this in the... To the the earlier the Rosen years the 59 win season 56 win season Yeah, yeah. they're back to back they're three games in four nights mm-hmm. you have a great 10-12 man rotation yeah. you will win a lot of games yeah. Yeah. but when it comes down to it in the playoffs are we worried about Conatin and Sterling Brown and Juven <laughs> no I, I don't think so I, I think I think Bucks fans should be terrified if Eric Bledsoe you know he becomes playoff Bledsoe like usual so. yeah. no, but I... you know what? If we are fully healthy, uh, obviously they will have home court. You have the favorite, mm-hmm. but I think biggest uh, underrated factor. I think we have the coaching advantage.
3: I we do definitely.
2: I, the, the th- I don't think there's a coach in the league who I think I trust like more tactically right now. Who's willing to just keep throwing things at the wall until something sticks? The Raptors are going to get beat. Like they're going to get masked some nights. Like in a, in a series against the Bucks, they're just going to you know. Out shoot. Like, they're just going to shoot 56%, and that's going to be the mm-hmm. game from three. And that's – you can't deal with that. But yeah. uh, Nick Nurse has just constantly impressed me. Just he's willing to do what it takes. And yeah, I don't yeah. think Budenho- I think Budenhoiser proved it. He's too committed to his stupid minutes restrictions to win a very winnable <laughs>
1: – Giannis is 24 years old,
4: <laughs> and you can't play him 40 minutes? Are you kidding me? Yeah. You're, no, you're it Thank you, buddy. Thank you, bud.
2: Thank you, bud. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Okay, th- thanks
2: guys. All thanks right. a lot. Right, thank Welcome back to the show and yeah. uh, Cheers.
1: Cheers. Cheers. Okay. All right, bye. thank you. Bye. This guy, man. Vital- guy. Every time Vitaly comes on, it's an A-plus call. Like, yeah, we, a, he's really a can't-miss.
2: I want that clipped and then sent right to every Milwaukee fan. <laughs>
1: he's Fred Van Vliet with an open three. He's making that. I send that to Milwaukee fans, too. <laughs> send all seven of us to Milwaukee. <laughs> Yo, honestly, imagine you have this amazing team in all-time, too. Yeah.
4: You're about to go to the finals, and then Fred Van Vliet happens. <laughs> he has a baby, and it's all over
1: it's for true. you. It's true. Like, They would have been a historically significant team. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's amazing. Also, shout-out Fred, by the way is yes. that serious shout out to Fred him like no sleep driving to Rockford Illinois that's and, crazy and be, being with his wife flying to Toronto all these late night flights everything like flying just in time to get back for practice yeah. like this guy must have had like two hours of sleep and then you know and he blacked out and then he got a final MVP people this guy <laughs> snapped, man. He snapped Fred Van Vliet is forever slander this guy's a Toronto legend forever man. forever forever forever
2: <laughs> alright we have EC on line 2 to talk about ICV
1: IC. okay alright <laughs> we've got to maybe work on a different name welcome to the show <laughs> Hey guys, how you doing? Well, how are good, you, man, How are you? I'm pretty good. I actually had two questions. Okay. Uh,
6: my first question is like early in the games. Well, you can see that Marcus All, you know, they're running a lot of like the high post offense where got the like the wings doing like the split screens
3: mm-hmm. and cut in. Yep.
6: And as like the game kind of crunches, usually when it's a close game, mm-hmm. they kind of stray away from that and just do a lot of high pick and roll. Yep. So why do you think that is? And then, my, sorry, my second question after that mm-hmm. is just with, um, you know, as, like, the season goes on, mm-hmm. you know, are they, do you think they're going to cut down Ansley's minutes or and Lowry's? I've noticed in the last few games, Lowry's about under 35, where before he was usually above that. Yeah. But they also played, uh, Vansley also played 41. Mm-hmm. But do you think they're going to cut that down as the season goes and give them some more rest? Or... This is, like, a
1: sustainable approach. Well, I think in the Sixers series, I mean, in the Sixers game, he got up to 41. But that was sort of a product of circumstance. Like, he was playing really well, and it felt like they wanted to just get him rolling and in a good rhythm. Mm-hmm. Um, they had talked about when Fred came back that, that the plan was to sort of ease him back in more, mm-hmm. and originally he was only playing, like, 30-some-odd minutes. Um, but, yeah, that one, I think that was just an on-the-fly on call yeah. for him. Yeah. Um, But And and the first question, I I think that's a good observation. I I do think they shouldn't abandon that option with Mark just because, you know, I I mean, in crunch time, like the Raptors don't have a guy like Kawhi that's so, so good that will always give you. Okay, well, yeah, you're right. (laughs) Norm Powell's been cold and down
2: (laughs) the threat, like in the clutch
3: for a long time.
2: He's not like the kind of player that you trust for 48 minutes, but those last four, he's like. I mean, pretty he's pretty willing
3: to
1: take the shot, which is nice. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, you know, there's not, like, a clear-cut closer yeah, that's sure. so good that you should funnel all your possessions to him. To him, yeah. Right? And so I, I think they could run a little bit more offense for Mark in that in that situation. Yeah. But I also think that, like, late in games, I think teams just have a tendency to get tighter. Yeah. And you want to put a run offense that's a little bit less turnover – prone. And I'm not saying that play is turnover prone. Well, making
2: an entry pass to a guy at the top is like hard to do. It's yeah, just yeah.
1: not... F- it just it's a little harder to do. It's a little easy when the defense is a little chilling, you know, first quarter, second quarter, even third quarter. Yeah. Fourth quarter when defenses are a little tighter, it, it's, it is a little harder to stomach throwing an over-the-top pass that yeah. might be picked off and you might get run the other way. But it's not a good enough reason to avoid it altogether, in my opinion. Yeah, no. It's true. Good questions. Yeah, sick. Alright, have a great right, thank weekend. You. Thanks for calling in. You too. Bye. Right, peace.
2: All right, uh, we'll take one more call from Lawrence in Richmond Hill. All
1: right, it's a little confusing. Yeah,
2: it's a little confusing. Lawrence, uh, Lawrence a, a welcome to the show. Richmond
1: Hill. <laughs> Hi, guys. Uh,
0: big fan. Thank you. Big fan. Um, I have a, I have a few questions. Um, so this is regarding the Seeds 2 through 6 right mm-hmm. now. Um, I have a of questions, and I want you to tell me which one you think, which team is most likely to qualify for this statement.
3: Mm. Oh, okay, more, yeah, so. We get
0: it. Cockiest fan base
1: going into the playoffs. <laughs> it
3: might
1: be us. <laughs> 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 no, nah, but for real, we're, I, 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 I really do think we have, like, crazy championship swagger right now. And it's amazing. It's fully deserved. Yeah, I also think... If not the, now, then when?
2: I think the Heat fans are like, cool. we have a real team. Like, you guys get to King for every year. Right. And I don't really really believe the, the Heat team. fans all
1: have the same coloration as Leo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's because they're in
2: Florida. It's not. Anywho, uh next one?
1: Uh, team most likely to get swept in the first two
2: rounds. Of the, of the top, uh, the 76ers.
0: From, oh, okay, okay. I can see that.
2: The Pacers won't get swept.
1: Yeah, I I, I could see the Sixers just imploding. Like a Celtics situation. Like, the Celtics didn't get swept last year, they won game one. Yeah. When Paul Pierce said it was over. (laughs) (laughs) Paul Pierce was right, it was over. It was. (laughs) <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, it could be a situation like that where the, the team just kind of turns on each other. I think talent-wise, they're a little bit too good to get swept, but, you know. And it's hard to it win and feel it. Like it legitimately is intimidating yeah, yeah. in that building.
2: But if what if, what if like, uh, Joel Embiid gets diarrhea for a week and then...
1: I mean, it's always possible, it's you always know. Po- it's always possible with that guy. Yeah, this guy's he can't he can't stop drinking just, you know, strawberry daiquiris or whatever. <laughs> it, what, what, yeah. what if Joel Embiid gets coronavirus? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
4: God. All right. Yeah. Okay. Next question. <laughs> uh, team most likely to have a
0: breakout star in the playoffs. Uh,
1: do you want to answer? Will? Uh I mean. I think it could be the Raptors. I really do. What? If, what? If Demontis pa- Sabonis will arrive as an NBA player. Man. You know. No one's gonna pay attention to the to Pacers.
2: Demontis Sabonis will arrive as a real NBA player.
1: Um. I guess it's hard for Pascal or Fred to emerge because they literally just won the NBA Finals. But I can
0: see see Terrence Davis going off for 6-7 from 3 in
1: game
0: 3 against, I don't know, the Heat.
1: Okay. That'd be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, I I think honestly someone on Toronto just because, uh, again, it's hard. It's it's a little easier to break out when no one overhypes you. Like everyone in uh, Philadelphia is overhyped. Everyone in Boston is overhyped.
2: You know? Fair enough.
1: Yeah. All right. Um, I have two more if you have time.
3: Yeah, yeah go, go ahead.
0: ahead. Uh, team most likely to surprise in the playoffs.
1: I think the Celtics actually. <laughs> I, I kind of like the way the Celtics have both of the playoffs.
2: No, you're not you're not wrong. Yeah. I but I do think that like Jason Tatum could become like is he one of the four best players in the league by the end of the playoffs? No. Okay. No. I it.
0: Why? You think so? I was actually thinking the Pacers myself.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I guess I, I, I guess so. That's a good answer, but I like I I still have a lot of respect for the Celtics team. I don't admire them at all, mm-hmm. but they're like a I like that good they have so team. many
1: so many wings <laughs> that are team. like actually two it two way wings that yeah, play together. It's and kind of Warriors
2: ish, like yeah in a way pre KD Warriors ish. Like yeah. just look at all these big guys. They're all six foot six. What are you gonna do with about it? And it's like I don't, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I really, I love Jalen Brown too.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Mark Smart's good.
1: Like, I, unfortunately, I, he is good.
2: I, I like the six are, The Celtics are the team. I'm like, uh, and they they, got, they do have a good coach. If they go to the finals, am I going to be like devastated? Like devastated in my surprise? No, be devastated in that. I don't want to watch the Boston Celtics. I don't want. I don't want to listen to Bill Simmons puff his chest out after a Game Five win over the uh, Milwaukee Bucks in Round Two. Wow. <laughs> uh,
0: and my last one. Yeah, uh, this is like just a flip of one of the other questions. Team least likely to get swept in the first two rounds.
2: The Toronto Raptors.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would say yeah. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. defense. I, I just don't I don't see with a defense like that, you can't I don't see it.
2: Yeah.
1: Cool. Cool. We're in agreement. All right, thank you. All right, All right. thanks for the call. Keep I up the content. Alright, thanks, Cool man. Be good. I, what that call really proved is that we are definitely the cockiest. <laughs> but hey man, we're ready champions. Like why would you not, you know? talk a little smack you know so um okay alright this, this is the last caller for real this
2: is the last caller for real
1: Maninder Maninder London Ontario welcome to the show are you Are you going hey to Western? Guys, how's it going? Are you, are, you? are you
2: currently attending Western University? the University of Western yeah. Ontario whatever yeah, I do alright go Mustangs
1: you're not you're not you're not doing Fanshawe, Fanshawe no okay. no the main campus okay good good
2: salute what are you studying?
6: math and economics
2: salute oh
1: ah, yeah
3: wow
2: you gonna work at KPMG when you're done?
6: No, no, I'll, it's much harder to get a job oh.
1: than it seems. Oh. Ac- yeah, low-key economics is... Uh,
2: Wait, weren't you in economics man?
1: I was, yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I was able to find the intersection of two lines, which is the answer to 50% of the economics <laughs> questions on the planet. Manu, you know the vibes. <laughs> <laughs> you
3: know the vibes.
1: All right, what's your question? <laughs> so my
5: question
6: is about the starting lineup. Do you not think we should bring Brad off the bank for a couple of games to see how the rotations might look like? Because you really struggled last, like last year against Philly. Mm -hmm. he does the same thing this year, but he cooked Philly down the
2: stretch. He's cooked Philly twice this year. Yeah, he's cooked Philly twice. Um, uh, I don't see
1: a good reason why that would happen again.
2: Yeah, I don't. Me neither. Um, Fred off the bench, I like because I think I like his playmaking off the bench. Mm -hmm. Norm doesn't really bring any playmaking off the bench, but I don't know. We've talked about it a lot on the show. It's hard to tell the better player to sit down for a guy who's not as complete an NBA player as he is. Um, but uh, yeah, that's where I'm at. Well, do you have an different, different take?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, is it worth looking at? I mean, I guess you could take a peek for like one or two games, but I, I ultimately the upside just doesn't. I don't see it for me because in a playoff setting, Fred and Kyle are both playing 35, yep. 36 minutes at minimum. Yep. So, um, they're gonna probably play, uh, you know, what. 20 of them together. Yeah. And so you're looking at, you know, an additional 48 minutes or sorry, 28 minutes where you need those guys to play separately. And I mm-hmm. think you can do that. You can just move the rotation around so that one of those guys are always on the floor at one time. Yeah. In the regular season, you don't want to do it as much just because you don't, A, want to extend all their minutes. Yep. B, you want to give guys like Terrence and uh, McCaw an uh, opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess people are complaining about it. I mean, you know, I've complained about it too sometimes. It, it is upsetting when the bench can't generate any offense yeah. and it's not structured and they you know almost give the game away like, like Monday. Atlanta. But um, at the same time, I, I do think that these are all just, like, strictly temporary problems. Yeah. You know? And I do like the starting right. five. The starting five is very good with, with Fred It's it. fun. I, yeah. they, they're good.
2: Yeah.
6: All right, man. Thank you very much. All, all right.
2: I right. appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for waiting. Have a great weekend. You
1: too. Peace.
2: All right. Um, we are low on time, so Stanley Suggestions?
1: It's Stanley Suggestion time. Will, do you yes. have a Stanley Suggestion? Well, I do. This one's maybe the most random one I've had so far. Um, But uh, yesterday, I found myself in North York, and I went to Taj Restaurant, which they serve Uzbek food. Whoa! Yes, and uh, first off, it's one of those. To describe the scenery, it was one of those places where uh, there are six TVs on the walls, and they're constantly playing YouTube video uh, with like music appropriate to that culture. So there's constantly that going on. Yeah. Um the food was actually was very good. It was very good. It's my first time eating Uzbek cuisine. Um it's not too dissimilar to Afghan cuisine. Okay. I guess it's not too far away. Yeah. Um there's a lot of kebabs, things like that, some some rice dishes, mm. plov. Shout out plov. Shout out plov. Yeah. Um but the best part was uh the manager came over and everyone also in there looked like they were, you know, Uzbek and uh he came over and he's like, Why are you here? <laughs> <I> <laughs>
3: and was you're like, like, Oh, do
1: I have to leave? I was like get to one of those places. It's like, uh I because I, I you know, I'm, I'm hungry. I was I, I wanted to have some Uzbek food he's like, Why? <laughs> And I was like, what do you mean, why? I just, I'm just, i interested. Uh, I don't know much about Central Asia. I'd like to learn the culture a little bit. And he's like, oh, really? He's like, this is amazing. And then he like started sending us free dishes and stuff. That's so, amazing. Yeah, shout out to, uh, shout out to Taj Restaurant.
2: That, that's really yeah, good. It was actually dish. really good food. Stanley, apparently. check it out.
1: Stanley, man, listen, you might have to drive to North York, but you might have to go on the Allen for it. But. Go on the
2: Allen. <laughs> shout out. Do you, uh, do you remember when Black Lives Matter Toronto took over the Allen? That was like real iconic Toronto stuff.
1: I don't remember that. that was like, but I gotta are, say, that is probably the least impactful disruption you can make on, in a, in a in road like, in the city. A major tra- like, what are you gonna right do, right before, block like, Black Creek?
2: Right before Eglinton, is like, uh, cool, but I, I would I have I say... Take the gardener down. It's
1: clogged half the time anyway. <laughs>
2: um, my Stanley suggestion is for him to check out uh, Boozy Fade, a, uh, tra- oh. a, a party that happens every so often. I think I've recommended He'd one. He'd actually
1: be interested in this. He this would have the a great first time. One we've done that he would actually do. At
2: Boozy Fade, uh, Jordan and James do a great job. Um, tonight, it's at The Shop on Queen Street. Uh, check it out, Stanley, if you get to listen to the show before then. Mm-hmm. Um, and this it, it's is very... a Facebook group, too. It's also a great Facebook group. Yeah. Um,
1: they, they discuss movies and stuff.
2: Yeah. Host events at TIFF. Host events at TIFF. Um, I'm going to... And if you want to hang with me, I'm going to go see Bad Boys 2 tomorrow. I can't wait. Or Bad Boys 3 Bad Boys for Life, can't wait. It's going to be time hey, of my life. Are
1: you worried that it's going to be like Rush Hour 3?
2: <sighs> nah, come <laughs> on, bro, no. I've heard great things already. I cannot wait. I'm going with all my siblings. It's going to be a really uh, good time. Stanley, if you haven't seen Bad Boys yet, I'm sure you're a big he's fan. He's seen Bad Boys. Uh, probably, uh, Will Smith probably directed, uh, sent him a, a screener. I, I, uh, when do we get screeners? Number, You know, clearly the best Raptors podcast that's ever existed. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess. This is the best show. This show's great.
1: Yeah, all right. I right, 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 us, then.
2: Yeah. Go, go for it. We have to guess this show. Okay. It's a great crew.
1: Yeah, we do have a great crew, an amazing crew. And uh, before we let the crew go, let's clear out just like a few YouTube questions. Because, right, you know, yeah. uh, it feels bad we did neglect them a little bit. That's true. Samir asks, uh, what does Normandy need to do to become a six-man candidate? Uh, keep doing this? Yeah, he maybe he'll get season. some votes, but I don't know if he can. No, uh, if he does it for the rest of the season, he'll can get he'll some real
2: votes. He'll get votes, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, if Lou Williams and uh, Montrezl Harold split the vote, which honestly they kind of should—they only play with each other yeah. and they only play well with each other. So, yeah, I mean, hey, listen—if Norm is giving you twenty points a night off the bench yep. and on incredible efficiency, yep. why would he not be an? All, why would he not be a six-man candidate? Drake, release a new, <laughs> release really six-man updated.
2: Booming out of South LA like Norm Powell, <laughs> 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 not quite the same ring. Yeah, he's,
1: um, you're from South L.A., he's from he? South San Diego, or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. that's right.
2: Shout out! What yeah. an iconic Jamaican. Um. All right, from Jeffrey Adminson. if we don't trade Kyle Lowry at the trade deadline, is it harder to trade him in the summer? Uh, uh, yes, I, maybe. I don't know. I don't. Why would we, we're not trading Kyle Lowry? Yeah, we're not trading Kyle Lowry. Um. Not not not
1: this trade deadline for sure.
2: It really like the free agency class next year is very bad, so it might make sense for a team who's looking to reload to go after a guy like Kyle um, then.
1: but and he's an expiring deal for 2021. It, yeah.
2: Um, so maybe it is e- actually easier to trade him in the <laughs> offseason.
1: But don't trade Kyle, man. Trade. Kyle's, a, Kyle's a franchise icon. Uh, Burke uh, asks, rank the other four teams in the East. Celtics, Heat, Sixers, Pacers. Uh, you think would be the worst matchup for the Raptors in the second or first round? Um eh not that afraid of all of them, to be honest, but uh, I would probably say, to me, I, honestly, I do feel like the Celtics are are a little bit of a tough matchup. Yes. They just have a lot better wings than the Raptors have wings. Yes.
3: Yeah. yeah. That's we're we're the... going to
1: have Jalen Brown versus OG. No offense to OG. Come on. But that's hard. It's but hard to do. It's a disadvantage. Yeah.
2: It's uh, it's not fun. Um, I would do, yeah, Celtics, 76ers, Pacers, Heat. Okay. Yeah. And I'm Pacers, just are... terrified about the Heat. It, like, all of those games have been weird losses. Like... Bro, they're eight
1: and zero in overtime. Nine, I and mean, no, they're nine no now. I think it's nine. Okay, well, I don't want to hate on this team because, like, you know, good job. I like watching the. Heat. I love. I know, love Eric watching Austria, you know, Asian uh Solidarity and everything like that. Yep. You know, of just greatness, greatness. Yeah, no, Asian Nick Nurse, but like seriously, <laughs> Uh I'm tired of seeing this team win in overtime, man. Every time I get it, so excited. I'm like, oh, fourth quarter, they're gonna collapse, and then they go to overtime and win.
2: Yeah, it's annoying. Um, Last question uh is from Jasper Wong. Do you think Pascal can score one on one? A late game offense against the best defenders in the east Embiid, Simmons, Arbayo, Giannis and Sabonis.
1: That's a tough question.
2: Yeah, it's hard to do.
1: That's a tough question. And this is a big this is a big question too.
2: Uh, <sighs> yes, he can. Like he's we not to say this is the only evidence point, but at the end of game 6, Pascal hit a very clutch shot over Draymond Green. Mhm. It
1: was a pick and roll and Draymond did gamble for no reason.
2: But I want to, I want to believe that Pascal can excel in these moments and he's shown us in some instances that he can and I don't know it's hard yeah like Joel Embiid did kind of uh, dominate Pascal for much of that 76 series last year mm-hmm. Um Adebayo same has been a challenge Giannis is amazing and Sabonis is a solid player but no yeah. um, Pascal Siakam is right there in terms of talent with those guys and mm-hmm. it'll be the kind of stuff we'll be watching very thankfully mm-hmm. for the next decade probably seeing yeah. pascal go up against these guys we I mean, have a lot to be excited about he'll win some he'll lose some and
3: yeah I know.
1: well i mean here's the question though can Embiid score one-on-one efficiently against pascal okay what about against mark no can <laughs> ben simmons score efficiently no, against no. Uh, Yeah. I the won. rest of those guys pascal is, is uh can adabal score efficiently against pascal can... one-on-one no can Giannis score efficiently against one-on-one against pascal maybe 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 and it's a bonus. No, yeah. so so we're all kind of in the same. It's form. rock paper scissors. <laughs> it really is. So anyway, thanks everyone for calling in. Uh, thanks to everyone who called in on the KFC hotline. Big thanks to KFC for sponsoring the show. Absolutely. Josh, thank you for coming on.
2: Oh, of course. I have so and much fun making the show with you.
1: Oh yeah, it's great. It's the best part of our Fridays. Yeah. It's definitely not Raptors Knicks. <laughs> no, that's going to be a real dog lunch. It's one of those games where I'm going to have to be cooking while that game is on. <laughs>
2: oh yeah, you don't have to go to the stadium. That's nice. Yeah, it is nice. At least you get to go. You know.
1: Live your life. Yeah, exactly. So, thanks everyone for calling, and uh, we'll be back next Friday.
2: Yeah. All right. Be good. Peace.
4: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices